Hey, I'm JR. And I'm Mike from the 18 over par with Mike and JR podcast. Welcome to season three of the pod where we'll continue exploring the sights, stories, and sounds of golf on the prairies where you'll find some of the most golf courses per capita of anywhere in the world and beer. Lots of beer. Lots of beer, JR. It's the 18 Over Par Podcast with Mike and JR. You suck, you duckass. Welcome to 18 Over Par with Mike and JR, proudly presented by Bryce Matlashewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce at 204-515-3446. I'm JR, he's Mike, and today we're joined by General Manager of Glendale Golf and Country Club, James Chapman. In 2021, he was voted Professional of the Year by his peers in the PGA of Manitoba, and this year he is the incoming president of the PGA of Manitoba. Well, I think this is our first episode in an ongoing construction project, <laughs> which, uh, you know, there's a first for everything, but it is season three of the 18 Over Par podcast. And I also wanted to give a shout out on the way here. Mike put together an 18 Over Par podcast playlist on Spotify, and I was jamming along with some tunes. So I may put that on the link tree because we do have a link tree in our bio if you want okay. to check that out. Yeah. So yeah. Else to go in the link tree. I'll have to edit it and maybe scrub some of the songs that... Uh, yeah, I think it's like 15 hours of songs. <laughs> I think it's more than that. I think it's like 15 days of songs. There's 2,000 songs of from uh, the last 100 decades. 100 but, decades. Uh, check it out and you'll... The 18 Over Par podcast. You'll never BC. listen to it again. Yeah. It'll be the last... The last playlist you ever listen to um all right but we also uh, want to say a huge thank you because we've been off for about a, a month or so kind of recharging the batteries and now we're getting ready to go we may do a little contest of when we think the golf season is going to start oh yeah mm-hmm. we'll so, do uh, that so we'll pick a date and win some 18 over par merch mm-hmm. so check our socials and we'll have it on there and uh, we also want to give a huge shout out as always to bryce matlashewski he is back for season three he is an investment advisor with endeavor wealth management part of ia private wealth and a member of the canadian investor protection fund you can contact him at 204-515-3446 and his link is also in our bio mm-hmm. or should i say link tree which link is in our tree. bio you can get lost in our link tree by the way <laughs> There's a lot of talking about your playlist. Man, you can get lost in those links. We should get Bryce on. He can tell us about Disney World. <laughs> and wherever else he's been. He's been on the West Coast, East Coast. I feel Coast. like he's been, he's been in Disney World for four weeks, I think. <laughs> he got lost in the Harry Potter zone there. Well, it is tax season, but he can help you with, uh, with taxes. He's not an accountant. He's an investment advisor, but he can help you under taxes. So that's why I know to keep all my food and beverage receipts oh, yeah. from golf. Although we're not paying for the beer tonight. What are we drinking here? Well, we're going to, you know what, That's, I don't want to talk about beer right now because we're going to get into all the fun stuff here, what's going on at uh, Glendale, because it seems like there's a lot going on. And uh, as well, we're going to hook you and the family up with a custom 8-inch DQ cake from the Nick and Nicky group of DQs, and you can find them, they're all over. they got four locations, DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park in the food court, DQ Niverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. You can also follow them at DQ Manitoba on Instagram, and of course, we have them 
in our link tree in our bio. All right. Uh, we may have a new sponsor coming on next week. We'll have a little fun talking about that next week. But right now, let's get into the show. So, James, how did you get into golf? So, first of all, I'm here for the ice cream cake. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what everyone's here for, we know. Yeah, I didn't realize that. That sounds, that sounds amazing. When I was, uh, when I was eight, we, uh, my family had moved to, uh, moved to Winnipeg. My father was in the RCMP. And, um, and, and he had some military, military privileges. And he said, hey, hey James, let's, we're going, go, going to golf at 17 wing. And we went on a Saturday and we played. And we had the greatest, you know, I was addicted immediately. And, mm. and, uh, I said, dad, the next, I said, Sunday, we have to go again. We went again. He was always the, he was always the father that when I said I had to be somewhere, we were, we were an outdoor family. He would do it. And, uh, and we probably did that every weekend until I was about 10, met some, met some friends and we moved over to tuxedo and then. And then uh, probably by 12, you know, we were, I was really into golf as well as my friends. And we moved over to Breezy Bend and, and spent, uh, spent my entire junior, uh, junior um, career, uh, career at Breezy Bend. So that's, that's how it started. It was as simple as going to 17 wing. I've got such fond memories. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, no kidding. Well, it seems like it turned out for you. Now it's a career for you. And uh, we'll kind of get into the the whole chronological life of uh, of yourself. Um, did you win anything as a junior, or were you just uh, out there to have fun? Yeah, I was a competitive junior. Um, won a few events. Was never the the um, you know the top golfer, but certainly I was a, I was you know at the top and mm -hmm. and um, yeah, um, relatively good golfer in the province for sure. And I wanted to jump into this right away because it's. I mean, it's right in front of us where we're doing this. We are at, so what would you call this? Would this be the clubhouse that this we're in right now? Yeah, this is a clubhouse. Okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I just, I just want to know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah the pro, pro shops across the street and we're, we're in the clubhouse. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a significant renovation going on here. Uh, mm -hmm. Was this a capital project that you guys were thinking of for a while? Um, but it seems like it's, uh, we're probably one of the first people to see it, I would think. And it looks awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate that. So, you know, I started here four years ago and, and our, you know, the vision was to, uh, to improve, improve Glendale and improve all the amenities. Mm -hmm. And this is just one, one aspect of that. And the clubhouse is the main floor is undertaking a major renovation and it's coming together. It's, it's going to be finished in, in about a week, or at least the majority of it's going to be finished in a week. And, uh, and the wedding season is upon us again and yeah I mean, i'm excited and it, it looks great and yeah happy to have you guys looking at it yeah <laughs> <laughs> glendale the the official wedding venue of 18 over par right. yeah. <laughs> exactly sponsor that yeah, yeah. and everything's to code <laughs> yeah yeah everything everything is definitely done to code here <laughs> it does. It looks like it. So was there a committee that came together to, you know, make this happen or was this a brainchild of yourself, a predecessor? How did it all kind of come together? Yeah. So at Glendale, you know, being a, a private club and, and member shareholder, um, shareholder run, I proposed a committee for clubhouse improvements. Uh, we improved the outside of the clubhouse last year and, uh, and then, you know, took it inside 
um, the board, you know, the board approves my proposal and then it goes to the shareholders that, um, that, that approve it. And then, and then we go from there. We, we hired a great contractor and designer and, and, uh, here we are today. And, you know, coming up onto this, you know, kind of huge season, um, for, you know, uh, having this new place, are you guys like book solid then throughout the, throughout the year? We are fairly booked solid. Absolutely. Yeah. We're looking at, uh, 2024 and beyond. Yeah. We've got a busy year ahead. Um, yeah. Glendale's Glendale's rocking right now and yeah, absolutely. Bookings are, bookings wow. are into the future. Is it on the same end uh, for memberships? Cause I know even last year, maybe for a couple of years has been a waiting list. Yes. There's still a waiting list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, things are, things are going really well with that. We, you know, always are our top priority with members and, and golf, the golf industry in general, customers and members, just building that member experience, making sure that we're always improving. And at Glendale, like, uh, like many clubs, uh, we are full and, and we do have a waiting list and, and we continue to have a waiting list and, and looking for members that want to be a part of, uh, part of our future and we get them in when we can and. What about Mike and I? <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been on the waiting list for four years. <laughs> well, when I, <laughs> so when I I actually you guys um, when you came in I thought we were doing a membership uh, tour and application, but uh, you tricked me, and, uh, and now we're doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Now we're doing a two-hour podcast. Yeah. Kidnapped so, you. So yeah, there's you'll leave with two applications and you're in. <laughs> Perfect. Sign us up. <laughs> <laughs> I spent a, a long time on the website today, so I, I think I know nice. almost everything about it. But uh, lots of uh, lots of amenities here mm. at Glendale, you know. Uh, well, we just looked at it here, you know, with the Mike had his tape measure out, looking at the bar. Um, <laughs> see, the if, bar <laughs> see if I could slide down it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're, de- we're definitely modernizing our, you know, modernizing our lounge and restaurant bar and and uh and obviously our banquet facilities but uh yeah it's exciting and you said like the locker room as well which is on the lower level here i believe right at the the clubhouse and then mm-hmm. you're doing some renovations to the patio as well yes yeah, so the patio is going to be uh be totally um rejuvenated renovated um yeah absolutely mm-hmm. exciting project that uh that's coming uh coming this spring didn't you have live music out there this past year? Does that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have live music here all the time. Mm-hmm. Social events, member events, um, family events that uh, for our members were always, uh, always doing, you know, exciting things. And that, that often revolves around having band, live bands for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Already one of the best patios at mm-hmm. any of the uh, Manitoba golf courses. And now you're, you're improving it. So that's, that's exciting. It's a good location. It's where all the excitement happens. And yeah, it's definitely going to be a, be an exciting change. Is it a pants on or pants optional uh, after a certain time? (laughs) Yeah, I think here we're, uh, we're pants on and, uh, you know, if you have to shorts. Yeah. Right. I did read the, uh, the attire guidelines on the website. There were some, there were some, uh, yeah. You got to wear belts. You got to have pants with belt loops. (laughs) (laughs) Which I do have. Well, funny enough. So Mike and I, we've had the pleasure of, of playing here. We know quite a few members here. As a result, we've been able to play here and uh, we've sampled the beer, the Glen lager. Mm -hmm. And uh, we might get into a a little bit more of that, but uh, yeah, I remember last year I played and I 
or maybe it wasn't exactly dress code conforming, but uh, one of the members, uh, one half of Team Lefty, you've heard him on the podcast a couple times, Blair Mooney, he thought he was going to get a letter just based on what I was wearing. But uh, I, greased, <laughs> I greased the kid in the pro shop with an 18 over par podcast ball marker and uh, all was good. So, nice. so yeah, a spent ten some cent, money and it was good. 10 cent ball marker. <laughs> what yeah. were you wearing? Um, I was wearing, oh, I forget where else I wore that shirt, but I got it for Father's oh, Day. The, yeah, you know the one. The Malbon. Yes, yes. The, uh, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of low cut on the chest there, so some chest hair is poking out, and um, <laughs> it's kind of like a towel material, but uh, it's very Terry, fashion Terry, Terry cloth. cloth. That's, That's it. Yeah. I'm sure it's, you know, I'm sure it was okay. Anytime you have Derek Goodwin, our head golf professional, come and talk to you about your dress code, that's, you know, that's probably... <laughs> probably a, a red flag for you but but Blair uh, Blair and all his his uh, his buddies like Cronus. Ryan Bell and mm-hmm. and you guys I'm I'm sure you're fine. <laughs> we are. We always give good tips. Yeah. Well, I think cash tips, cash tips. Bell not golf tips. Bell golf first, tips aren't very good. Bell first had us out here uh not last year, the year before. Mm-hmm. It was early May, and uh, that was the 75th year. Oh, and, right. Yeah. Uh, the nice. Glen Loggers were stocked in the carts, and we were ready to tee off. I think we even met you, and we uh, shook yeah. your hand. We had a quick that. talk mm-hmm. about the about the beer, and we were, we were blown away at that point. Everything was branded with the 75th anniversary stuff. It was uh, it was awesome. And we said, we got to get this guy on the pod, and then yeah. you know, it took a few years, and yeah, here we, we are. We <laughs> called his agents, and then uh, <laughs> here we are a year later. It was funny that um, the uh, Whitewater head golf professional in Thunder Bay, mm-hmm. uh, Matt Simmons, who I'll give a shout out to, obviously right now. Shout out to Thunder Bay. He was the one that that brought up your your podcast, so it's it's oh, far wow. it's far reaching. Oh, we wow. know. And he goes, James, you haven't been on the on the podcast yet. I'm like, <laughs> Excuse me, I haven't. He goes, Yeah. I was like, Well, let me look into this. Yeah. And, then, and then I think I sent you guys a message to say, What's going on, guys? Wow. And then, you gotta get uh, Maddie on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You have to get him yeah. on. So he listens, and and that's his way of what he said. It's his way of connecting with Manitoba Golf, which is right. a oh, huge. It is a huge compliment uh, to you guys, a wow, huge compliment yeah. to you guys, because, you know, it's not just about myself or golf professionals, but the industry in general, mm-hmm. um, having all the, all the amazing uh, guests that you have. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't you, realize, uh, the internet went out to Thunder Bay <laughs> just <laughs> on, on Mondays and Tuesdays. Mondays and Tuesdays. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Is, is Thunder Bay a part of the PGA Manitoba? Because I know PGA yeah, Manitoba yeah, does okay. encompass some of that exactly. Northwestern Ontario. Yeah. So Matt, Matt's a board member of the PGA Manitoba and oh, yeah. it is, uh, it's Thunder Bay to, uh, through Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. got to get because we had Bailey Esapenko on, who now lives uh, out in Kenora, exactly in that area, yeah. um, and uh, obviously the daughter of uh, one of the most famous professionals in Manitoba golf history, Dale Esapenko, the late Dale Esapenko. And so, yeah, we got to get some more uh, people from Northwest Ontario. Yeah, why? Well, actually, because uh, there's some good golfers now who are playing in competitions that are coming from there too. So mm-hmm. more reason some, to get to uh, mm-hmm. get some, some people beautiful, on. beautiful courses, beautiful people. The uh, the Harambe Memorial Memorial mm. uh, Golf Invitational is heading out uh, east this year, so we're doing Falcon, Kenora, and Beauty Bay. So we'll be in the uh, Ontario region. And what's that event all about? <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> well, it was actually started eight or nine years ago, and it's it's eight guys, and we play three different courses three days in a row. Okay, and uh, it was really just to try and play. Uh, 
as many courses as we can, any new courses. So we've never repeated a course before. And so we've played like 20 courses. And mm -hmm. for some reason, we named it after Harambe, the uh, gorilla who was killed in the Cincinnati Zoo in the euthanized 2015. Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. A toddler had <laughs> fell into the uh, pen and, and they killed him. But uh, at the time... Uh, so we felt we felt uh, we we needed to memorialize him with a golf tournament, and yeah. uh, so we did. It sounds like there's some big fundraising dollars. <laughs> yeah, <that. laughs> uh, fundraising is. for golf courses and uh, <laughs> beer companies for sure. We've don't so far to date. We've donated uh, ten dollars uh, to the WWF. <laughs> And we hope yeah. uh, on our 10th year to play in Cincinnati and maybe visit mm. the uh, Harambe statue cool. at the Cincinnati Zoo. <laughs> we'll get them on the there's a There's a tangent for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, even if, you know, there may be some uh, interesting things coming up because I know now we are, I think they brought in the first tea program. Uh, which is going to be starting up here on the prairies and mm -hmm. I think across the country, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so we might have a, a member of that group come on as well this year so we may have yeah. some fundraising initiatives for because we might as well do some good damn it we should we, mm -hmm. we should get some juniors golfing yeah nobody taught me to golf when i was a junior no so. no we just figured it out <laughs> better the world for the youth <laughs> We take a quick break to hear from Bryce Matlashewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. Well, Bryce, it's uh, it's great to uh, to have you on and to have a quick chat. My first question is, uh, what can an investment advisor like yourself from Endeavor Wealth uh, do for me, and how can that differ from my my current experience of trading with Wealthsimple, uh, just based on my the recent Twitter feeds. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for having me on, you guys. Yeah, d discount brokers like Wealthsimple uh, certainly have their place, uh, but at the end of the day, you get what you you pay for. Uh, those platforms are very limited in what they offer, and they're more ideal for just basic trading. So if that's what you're looking to do, and it, it's really not a bad platform for that. But what we do at Endeavor, uh, we take a more holistic approach. Uh, we examine an individual's needs, uh, both short-term and long-term, and we go way beyond just investments. We look for tax opportunities, ensuring the decisions you are making today uh, minimize your overall tax that you might be paying. Uh, we also help our clients address estate and insurance needs. So really anything we can do to uh, assist in your overall wealth management approach. And going back to some of those discount brokers and, and, and things that you see on the internet, uh, a lot of times people don't realize the amount of intrinsic risk that they're taking on with with making some of those trades and so finding balance is is another key thing that we do for our clients at at endeavor that was bryce malashewski who is an investment advisor with endeavor wealth management part of ia private wealth and a member of the canadian investor protection fund you can contact bryce at 204-515-3446 well i wanted to jump back into with uh, this because we mentioned ryan bell and also blair mooney so I sent out a few texts today just to get some feedback on yourself and no one wanted to rock the boat. So they had no grievances, <laughs> <laughs> but Ryan Bell came in and he said that uh, you actually filled in for Blair Mooney one week for men's night on his team. And uh, Belly Andro said he had a terrible first hole because he was in late. He was all flustered. So he actually had to pick up his ball on the first 
And so then uh, you proceeded to tell him that today was going to be his best round he's ever had in a long time, which ended up being true. So he said, wise words from a true pro helped calm me down, crushed the other team and felt bad. So he settled for a 2-1 split on the points. <laughs> it's always nice when you have the pro backing up for, uh, for, you, for a buddy there who couldn't make it. So thanks, Ryan Bell, for that input. I felt so bad for Ryan. He was really brutal at first hole. And I was just like, <laughs> and, and, and being a golf pro, you just tell somebody some make-believe stuff. And it actually, actually, actually worked out for him. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a mental game. Yeah, big yeah. time. And he was just... Uh, you know, the other two guys, he was playing so well after that, that I had asked Ryan, I said, let's just, let's just, you know, slow down. You're playing too good. Let's split, <laughs> let's split the, uh, split the points and we all go home happy. And it, it worked out. <laughs> yeah. But it yeah. seems like there's a rock in place too. Like there's always something going on on the men's leagues, ladies leagues. Yeah. Like what do you all have that goes down here on a, on a regular basis? So I basic. Basically every day we're doing something, something different, mm -hmm. whether it's, whether it's an outside wedding, whether, you know, a, a men's league, we've got a, you know, a, a new woman's, uh, woman's night that started on Tuesdays mm -hmm. and every single day there's something, something happening that, um, club nights on Wednesdays, member events, always exciting things that are happening that, you know, bring the club culture and grow it and make it as good as it can be. And as the, the GM, then you're kind of the overseer then uh, of all that to make sure everything is functioning properly. As a GM, I oversee, yeah, the entire operation. What I do is just make sure that our member experience always improves, but build a team that, uh, that executes it, which I'm so lucky to have all my key managers and all, all of the staff that, that work at Glendale. Um, absolutely, uh, absolutely lucky that I found the, the people that, are in place here and, and, um, they're the, they're the reason for the success, not me. And are you the one who sends out the letters for dress code infringements <laughs> <laughs> or is that the bond that that's, off on someone else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's a full question. <laughs> yeah. So dress code infringements is, uh, yeah, there's, that's Ryan Bell's job. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he would take that. Uh, he would. He seriously. Would, yeah, and sure if, he would. if Ryan, if Ryan's not capable, then Derek instance, uh, jumps in <laughs> yeah. and, and takes over. Get a, not, Blair's not there yet, but yeah. <laughs> get a wax sealed envelope in the mail. Well, you mentioned Blair there and he also, when I sent out that text, he's like, well, you know, since I am a new member, but he's also worked in the industry for quite some time. And he's like, he knows how to run a golf course. So I guess that's sure. a, a good compliment as any coming from a, a new member who's just trying to, yeah. you know, grease the gears there. Yeah, I, I, uh, speaking of good words from members, uh, I get my hair cut by bless cap along beauty and uh he he uh he said he plays early yeah, mornings with you and uh and derek and and bless yeah. his brother um yeah wes wes yeah. wes and bless cap along wow. from the loving barber go check them out and uh if you're looking for a barber and you want to talk golf go see them they, they used to cut <laughs> my hair yeah yeah now that you mentioned it yeah he played it he said he played 160 rounds last wow. year yeah, so you have to walk around. You have to walk around his clubs. He has so many different clubs in his his barber shop <laughs> on uh, on Portage, and they have mm -hmm. other they have other locations on Cordon and whatnot. But uh, my son and I were just in there a couple weeks ago, and that's why I have such a such a uh, well cut haircut right now. But yeah, uh, it looks great. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, yeah he 
you know, he's, he's always open for, for new clients, but he, he's an golf addict. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they're at caddy shed like every day. Anytime I've been in caddy shed, either one of them are in in there. So it's great. Looking for a deal somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But anyways, I'll let you carry on there. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, uh, I was going to turn back the clock a little bit. Sure. And, you know, playing this game as a junior, you know, getting into it, playing, uh, you know, at the base with, um, with your dad, Mm. was there ever a certain point where you were kind of like, Hmm, I would actually wouldn't mind making this a career. Yeah. So my, I would say my high school life, all I thought about was, was playing golf. Mm. And I, I don't think I knew what that meant. Um, but being in the golf and I never worked, like I worked at Subway, I delivered papers, I refereed, I umpired. I never worked at a golf course because I would Did go. Did you do the top cut as a sandwich artist? Yeah, it was yeah. the top cut. Yeah. Like, nice. yeah, the yeah. Top yeah. V. Yeah. You're aging myself, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. So this, uh, what they're doing, what they're doing Good now. question. <laughs> yeah. When I take my kids there and I see them slicing it open, it, it's, it's upsetting. It's upsetting because it leaks out. And you got you to gotta order less vegetables because they don't do the top cut. But uh, There was a time when you could ask for the top cut, but now they just look yeah. at you blank. and They don't know. Really? They don't know, yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was mad they got rid of Dijon mustard. <laughs> they got rid of that? Yeah. It's, they only just have the straight yellow mustard, yeah. no Dijon. I'm going to go tomorrow and ask for a top cut. Top cut. And if I have to Dijon go, be- if I have to go behind there and cut it myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I've made a lot of subs, but, <laughs> but besides, yeah, this, yeah. Your question was about <laughs> golf. Which, yeah. Yeah. Being a pro. Yeah. So I always wanted to do golf, but I thought, you know, you, you dream at that age about endless, um, you know, playing in wherever, playing in the masters, playing whatever, and you practice your putts and you practice all day long. I would get dropped off at 9 a.m. I'd get picked up at 8 p.m. and Mm -hmm. every day. And uh, eventually, you know, I went to the States and I played for a little bit and then came back and finished my university at University of Manitoba. And, And I wasn't loving golf at that point. And I finished school and I, I remember I, I went for a job interview um, in the finance uh, finance side of uh, you know whatever business and I remember I was you know the job interview went really well I sat in my car for about an hour in their parking lot after mm. and I said this is not what I want to do I want to do golf mm. so if I can't play what's next and I immediately um, worked on the golf course the very next day no way. Wow. And I, and I never turned back and that, and I was, you know, that was a long time ago. Yeah. 20, 22 years ago. So what was it like to get to your, your card then? Like, did you have to do an ability test or you were just that good and you already got it done? Did you do any schooling yeah. for that specifically? Yeah. So back then when you joined, so I, I ended up, so I finished school and I ended up, I had a contact at, um, if you want to get into, you know, going to Edmonton, mm-hmm. but, um, ended up having a contact that offered me a job assistant managing a golf course that was an 18 hole golf course driving range, um, called the Sherwood Park golf course that was going into a, um, it was sold and going into a, um, a development where there's going to be a nine hole golf course designed through the, through this new development. And, you know, he said, yeah, come, come do this. And, and I was like, all right. So I was immediately went into that kind of general manager type 
aspect of the role. So I went there, I did that. And the owner who was the general manager, you know, he had, he had kind of finished after about a year he was out and then I was in running this place, doing the development. So I was in the fire, yeah, (laughs) thrown in the fire, but I always loved that. I was always, I was always so passionate about just like learning or like, if I didn't know it, I would fake it. And I just, and I did, I faked it back then. I said, yeah, I know everything. And if I didn't, I would go home and I would study for all hours Mm. of the night Mm -hmm. and learn. And then I would go back and pretend I knew what I was talking about. And, uh, and that was kind of the life that I lived in my twenties. And, uh, and, and yeah, so I, I immediately, I was like, okay, I'm doing golf. And there was other golf, like I worked at, you know, in my university Manitoba days, I worked at golf courses, um, in the, in the summer. But, uh, yeah, when I went and did that, I was, I was all in. Hmm. Yeah. And so you, did you live out there all year round or did you come back or? Yeah. So I moved out there with uh, my girlfriend at the time, um, Katrina, who's my wife now of a million years. But uh, yeah, so we, we moved out there. We, was she like, what, what are we doing? Or like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a GM of a golf course. <laughs> yeah. It's a perfect example of like somebody that, if you want to be in the golf, uh, golf industry, it's, it's not the easiest. There's, it's mostly positive, but there's, there's some things. And Katrina was always, I, I came home and I said, Hey, this is an opportunity that, you know, uh, I want to do. And she goes, all right, let's go do it. And she was still in school. So she goes, well, can I go to school? So she just transferred to U of A and right. carried on. So I'm pretty lucky to, pretty lucky to have that because, mm-hmm. yep. um, yeah. So that's what happened. We went out there, we, we moved, we, uh, bought a condo. I think it cost $76,000. Nice. Wow. Uh, was it in Sherwood park? Cause that's a yeah. ritzy area yeah. town, isn't it? It was in Sherwood park. I think yeah. I probably got the uh, cheapest place in the entire, uh, oh, well. entire place, but yeah, I hey, was there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sherwood park is just outside of Edmonton. Yeah. On the uh, listeners. Yeah. So Sherwood park is, uh, on the East side of Edmonton. So I moved out there. It, it was such a great experience. Worked at, uh, we built this golf course, this nine hole golf course throughout this development. I learned so much, um, had, had my son and my daughter there. And then eventually, um, the development, the, you know, I, I moved on to an opportunity where I, I opened a, a simulator business, believe it or not, mm. quite a, quite a, um, you know, before simulator businesses were in Winnipeg. The golf den. The golf den. Thank you. <laughs> if you forgot the name, I don't know. <laughs> so we had, so we had the golf den shirt park. We had the golf den West Edmonton and uh, yeah, we were building a pretty good business. But at that point I decided, and I always knew we were going to come back to Winnipeg and raise our family close to, uh, close to aunts and uncles and grandparents. And uh, here we are. Oh, so when, so that was that the kind of the impetus then where you, did you have a job here before you came back? Yeah. Okay. Was that when you were at Bell? So I told my partner at the golf den that I was, I was looking for an opportunity. And the only opportunity that I had was at Bell. Bell was a great opportunity. The members were amazing there. Customers were amazing. I had such a great experience there. And, uh, yeah, they gave me an opportunity to come back and, uh, that was Bell Acres. And so that was before you came here, you were still at Bell Acres. Yeah. So yes. I, so I moved from Edmonton or Sherd Park mm-hmm. from, uh, and went straight to Bell Acres. So I left, uh, I left Edmonton and I was working at Sherd Park two days later or uh, at, uh, Be- um, Bell Acres two days later. Wow. Yeah. And then, yeah. 
Well, that must have been. What'd, what'd you sell? Uh, what'd you sell the condo for? <laughs> or, were you still renting it out? Yeah. So that condo I sold. For, so we bought it for seventy six thousand, and we sold it for eighty seven thousand. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. And then two day, two years later, they sold it for like 300,000. Oh, oh, that's, that's what I was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oil boom. Yeah. So I missed that oil boom. No. So yeah. So the condo didn't work out, but, but we did, we Sorry did to bring we, it up, but we did, but we did move into a house eventually and that worked out right oh for sure <laughs> yeah i would hope so well it's and, the bi- and the business was very successful too it was, it, it's all good yeah life is good okay well i know that's great and uh, i know i it may have been maybe a little bit before you you ended up at bell acres but i remember bell acres was always a golf course when i was working at a cinnaboy so this would have been 20 some years ago it's always a course you know we we heard about but then it may have been around your time or maybe just before you where I don't want to say it really took off, but there started to become more notoriety around it of, you know, an actual place to, you know, be a member and play some decent golf. So were were you a part of that? I hope so. (laughs) I I hope when I came there, it was, it was an improvement and, uh, yeah, I've always, I've always put my heart and soul into my work and, uh, and making sure that, you know, just in Manitoba that, yeah, that at Bell Acres that everyone was having a great time and we were building and we were exploring and we were trying new things. And I think it was working. I, 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 you know, we had, we had good success financially and, and, uh, yeah, everyone was happy there. It was an exciting time. It was fun too. It was fun to work there. And I think that's where you would have met uh, another one of our past guests of 18 over par Al McLean. Absolute beauty. He was, he was my marshal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he's still the marshal there. (laughs) One would say the marshal. He's got some great stories. So check him out from uh, season two, Al McLean. You can find him uh, one of the episodes. I don't know the number, Yeah, but he's in there. I don't know. I was going to make a list. I was going to make a list of all the episodes. Yeah. Go back there. There's way too many. Mike, did you want to get into the beer? Because we're, we're drinking some beer now and you're having some wine. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're having some 1919s mm-hmm. from, uh, mm-hmm. what's this place called now? Uh, Little Brown Jug. Little Brown Jug, yeah. yeah. I, don't this know. Place I listen to Winnipeg <laughs> Sports Talk every day, and I don't know what 1919 is popular. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, we had the Glen Loggers. I never, a lot of Glen Loggers. I never had the Glen Light, which I think came in last year. I have. And uh, okay. we, were, we were discussing mm-hmm. before the show that uh, you have some new beers coming coming out and, and maybe a new brewmaster, we'll call it. Absolutely. We're working on some exciting things. So two years ago, we had our 75th anniversary at Glendale, and we had the Glen Logger. And... Um, Tyler Kearns, our golf course architect, golf course architect mm-hmm. um, at many places, but he had designed such a, with our designer, but also, you know, the 1946 um, golf course, as well as the ninth, or as well as the, what year, 2021 golf course. It was really popular can, it looked great, and then the mm-hmm. beer was good as well. It had the course map. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Is it like the... Had the course map the, for both... The Stanley know. Thompson yeah. redesign map exactly. on it. Yeah, it was just... It was a big hit. And so we're going to try and continue that uh, that type of can with, with some new new additions. But we're, uh, we're going to work with uh, Brazen Hall and introduce this new Glen Blonde, which is really exciting. And then there's a um, an unmentioned... Um, another beer that we're still, uh, still committing to, uh, working out the details, but a, another, uh, 
another brewery. It's going to be really exciting. And, uh, yeah, I love to do different things and, Mm -hmm. you know, branding our own beer, branding our own other, other types of drinks and alcoholic or non-alcoholic or, you know, merchandise in the pro shop that Derek does. It's, it's all exciting to me. I I love that. And beer's part of it. It's you guys seem like one of the first courses to have their Mm -hmm. own beer. Now beer is like podcasts and everyone has one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to, I'm not going to take credit for anything that I do. I, I learn from everybody in the world that runs golf courses and I just take their ideas and I kind of make them my own. Smart. But I've, I've, I probably in 22 years never invented anything myself. And That's I don't, right. I don't think. Innovate. Yeah. You, innovate. you don't need to invent. You Lots just innovate. Yeah. So I, you know, maybe there is something, but I'll tell you what the beer there's, yeah. there's other golf courses. Um, Elmhurst is brewing their own beer. We're not. Um, yeah. Everyone's doing different things, which are all cool. Every golf course is doing, and, and I love that. I love everyone trying, innovating, like you say. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Lots of uh, quality control going on for that new, the new beer coming up and workshopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taste testing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we have to. Yeah. I don't want to. We have to. Right. <laughs> Long nights <laughs> developing the new product. Yeah. yeah. We have to go to every single craft brewery and there's not many in Winnipeg. That would yeah. be like there's 20 only 500. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned though too, cause we, we were talking about the clubhouse here and the renovations that go on here and say the patio. There's also right. some substantial stuff going on the golf course as well. So you brought up mm-hmm. Tyler Kearns and he was on the podcast uh, as well. I believe season episode. <laughs> That's where we'll edit, where edit in the episode number 22 season, season 18. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so was it the bunkers? Is that what's, yeah, what's so been happening? Is that a two year project? One year project? Well, the weather last year was crappy. Was was crappy. <laughs> and it, you know, the project was supposed to be done in, in a time frame, and, and we're finishing it this spring. Mm-hmm. Every golf, every bunker on the golf course will be, redone. Wow. Every single one, every single wow. one. So I think we have, if he was here, he would tell you exactly, but maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe 10 or 12 more bunkers mm-hmm. to either fill in or finish. And, uh, and we are doing that, um, doing that first thing in the spring and it is, um, totally rejuvenated the, the golf course and modernized it as well as bringing back the, the design that, you know, Stanley Thompson and Tyler, uh, Tyler had it's, yeah, it's exciting. Things are, things are exciting. Things are happening at Glendale. They mm-hmm. are. They are. New beers, new bunkers, new blondes. I guess that would be part of the beer. Yeah. yeah beer sure. blondes. Maybe new employees. I don't know. New, yeah. new dining room, new floors, new, new washroom. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Big bars. I didn't. I didn't know it was a, a Stanley Thompson uh, Reno back in the day, 1951. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty cool. And then I was, I don't know what I was reading. Uh, it was something about Kearns. Maybe it was on his Twitter or something. And he was adding bunkers from that original design, which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. And style too. Yeah. yeah. You know, the style that they envisioned. Yeah. Very cool. Great. Just going to make it tougher for me. I always <laughs> find this course is very narrow. Yeah. Like I find it just it obliterates me for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. In general. I mean, I'm not a great golfer. I'm not a good golfer. Fair. <laughs> in general, in general, trees, trees don't get smaller <laughs> over 
time. <laughs> I did get some good member bounces though last year, so I was happy with that. Oh, you're playing with Ryan Bell? Yeah, I'm playing with the right people, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing too. I know you can come with a member here, you can play, but also tournaments. You guys host some tournaments. How often do you guys host? I know Mike played in the Special O one. Last I did year. play in the Special O. Amazing. So, you know, charities are, are a huge, um, yeah, really important and for Glendale. Um, Every Tuesday we run a outside charity event, and uh, yeah, so there's you know special O is definitely one of them, uh, and yeah, every Tuesday there's a significant charity that's that's running an event or an organization that's uh, running an event for a charity. And then you kind of have to like do you bring in that tournament, like do you take payments for that? Do you like set up all the hole in one stuff that has to go on? Like you're kind of overseeing that as well. You name it. We run wow, a top okay. notch. They <laughs> they want to play here. They're gonna it's like the it's uh, gonna be as easy as possible for them to nice. uh, to enjoy their and for their clients to enjoy their experience. It's it's what we do. Comparable yeah. to the That's uh, Tuesdays. Uh, <laughs> comparable to the Catalina wine mixer because they got helicopters landing here too, I saw. Yeah. So Stars. so this is so this is better. Better than the yeah. Catalina wine mixer, yeah. Yeah, and actually Will Farrell is uh is uh coming to, um, he's next MCing. Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's gonna sing. He's and that's gonna it. Sing. And that's it. And then leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in a helicopter. Oh man. Yeah, we've That's got helicopters. Cool. We've got yeah, Tuesdays are a little different than our other other days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk, I mean, you got all this stuff. You got the golf course. We talked about the the Renos there and it it looked great last year, but there's not just golf here. There's uh other we I call them amenities, but I, I wanted to get into the court sports cuz you guys got tennis courts back there. Yeah, we do. And, uh, and pickleball, mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that? And, uh, yeah, give us a history a- of pickleball. <laughs> <laughs> certainly. <laughs> certainly. <laughs> so pickleball is not the history that I know it. Pickleball is, is something that has come up from snowbirds and, and mm-hmm. a really popular sport. One of the fastest growing sports in the world, maybe the fastest growing sport. I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, so we have four pickleball courts that we created uh, actually did that in my first year, four years ago with the help of, uh, Bruce Grabrandt and, and some others, but, uh, and some others on that committee. Yeah. So anyone that, anyone who's a member here can play pickleball and we, and we run different, you know, different events, social events, Friday night, mm. um, pickleball events. And, uh, that's basically it. We, we'd love to see, uh, see as many people on the tennis courts as possible mm-hmm. or pickleball courts and, and utilizing those facilities, it's probably the most beautiful setting and well, yeah, in nice all of Winnipeg. Right on, the, yeah. Yeah. on the river. Right yeah. on the yeah. river. Very beautiful. Go catch a catfish just in the back there. Yeah, exactly. Hit the whistle ball. We haven't around. tried that. Yeah, we should fish. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> New activity. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned yeah. you well, you mentioned snowbirds, which yeah. you know, you you think it's snowbirds and you think <laughs> mature adults is the term I saw mature on, adults. on the website. But <laughs> but in in, in uh, yeah, is that what the website <laughs> says? <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Glendale, home of mature adults. Yeah. <laughs> but um you know, it seems like in listening to uh, Missing Curfew, those guys mm. play a lot of pickleball in like California, Arizona. It's yeah. like big for those old you bastards. Know, mid, you know, 
30-year-old, 40-year-olds, are you seeing that demographic starting to get into the game? We we saw Jamie Foxx, who's probably like oh, yeah. 50 or 55 yeah, looks now. looks 20. But he, uh, he just started a pickleball brand called uh, The Best Paddle. Oh, so hmm, really? He's making a bunch of money on that, I'm sure. Yeah, What's shout that? out. No free ads. <laughs> yeah. Get at us, yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie Foxx, we're, uh, we're looking for some retirement dollars. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, pickleball, I play with my buddies, and it's you're, stand, you're playing. I've, I grew up playing ping pong. Yeah. You're, oh, okay. You're playing ping pong, but you're, and this is my assessment of it, but you're standing on the table. <laughs> and it's the, it's the it's the absolute it's the absolute best game in the world. Yeah. For for all young people from age 2 to 100 should be playing pickleball. Like it it is truly a fun game. Hmm. I've never played. Yeah, yeah my parents had played for a bit. Did no, well, my in-laws, sorry. Yeah. Well, we'll I have, have to, to play. Yeah. We're not going to shovel today. Right we're not yeah, going to <laughs> set it up in the dining room. Yeah. <laughs> Indoor pickleball courts yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I have to ask of Bella and Mooney and Instance and Monsian. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, like, uh, it was so popular in, in LA County and surrounding areas, and it, but it's very loud game. So they had oh. to make like a no pickleball after like 10 PM or something. No way. Like an yeah. ordinance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, LA yeah. County. I heard, I heard that as well here. Wow. Here we have 150 acres of, <laughs> of freedom right. to play. Right. And then the, the steam room, another amenity. Oh, Monsion, big into the steam room. I think he got lost there last year. I think it was like men's opening or something. I, like, I don't know where Monsion went. They were celebrating the, and in were the saying, steam yeah. room. Yeah, I can't talk too much about that, but I <laughs> potentially there's, you know, potentially it is a beautiful space. Um, and potentially there's um, beverages delivered by me. Oh, to, oh okay. to, to, to that group on, Imagine, on that day. Uh, we should have recorded. In the steam room. Not sure how the equipment would have held up, but... Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not sure how that team was allowed to be together, because that's... There right. was about... When he was there, there was about 12 of them in there. And uh, yeah, they just were having a nice day. <laughs> that's what it's there for. <laughs> <laughs> One of the many amenities, as we mentioned here at Glendale. Yeah. <laughs> Get on the wait list. One more tangent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. if, if you, uh, I, Glendale and Country Clubs make me think of, uh, I, I watched the show on Amazon called Red Oaks. There's like, I think there's three mm. seasons, but it's based in like the 80s and it's all about a country club. Okay. Mostly focusing on the, on a tennis pro and, and oh, the, interesting. the ongoings of that. So check out that. Uh, Red out. Oaks. Getting all my sponsorship, getting his, yeah, no kidding. getting Jamie cash Fox, back right? from Amazon and <laughs> Jamie Fox. Yeah. Uh, we got a link in our link tree. Yeah, our Amazon referral program. Does anyone? Uh, we talked about fishing, but does anyone canoe or kayak to the course? No, I. So, so I live actually. I live in Charlesburg across the river, so I walk uh, once or twice a week. Oh no way! Yeah, across and, the, wow. and the across, perimeter way or the over no, no, Moray Bridge no, across the river in the oh in the winter. In the winter yeah. Okay. Um, I've thought about investing in a canoe, but I just, you know, I'm just not sure if I'm there yet. Yeah. The current might take you all the way to the forks. I'm a good paddler. You're okay. <laughs> I'm a good paddler. Or like a, like a, a good, it's not, uh, it's not about the paddling. A grappling. It's about getting off and on. <laughs> That's true. Get a good grappling hook and just yeah. send it across the river. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, I got a few more things. Got a few more, here. okay? Because I wanted to jump into real quick of 
Uh, so you were the professional here when you came from Bell Acres, uh, right? You were like the, I guess the head golf professional. Uh, so I was, I was hired as the general manager right from the get. Oh, you were okay. Yeah. So, um, when I first got here, there was a ton of change that was, that I was, I was, um, making to make Glendale a success and, and make sure that it was viable to, uh, you know, to, to be the place it is today. Mm -hmm. And, and within that, I was, uh, I was also operating as a general manager, but also as a head golf professional. Okay. So I was doing both roles. Mm -hmm. I also had somebody, uh, Chad Selk, um, who's been my right-hand man at Bell Acres and at Glendale for, for however long it was like seven years. Um, he was, he was acting as a very senior, um, golf professional as well. Um, he's, he's moved on to, uh, an opportunity in Kelowna. Um, not a bad place, not a bad place at all. And I think he's Except when it's burning. I think he's really enjoying it. And I don't know if it's burned, burned, uh, <laughs> burned yet or not, but, uh, but he's there and, and, and he's, uh, he's been, he was such a great, uh, a great help as we transition to Glendale. And, um, and then once we, once I was able, once Glendale was able to get to the place that I, I was ready to, we, we then brought in Derek Goodwin, our, our new head golf professional. Um, this is his second year coming up. And, uh, and then I moved into, uh, you know, the same role I was still doing <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just putting my efforts into, you know, different things. Yeah. Well, I mean, what a, what a get, I mean, Derek Goodwin, who we've also had on the podcast, um, probably one of the top teaching professionals, uh, in the country. Mm -hmm. A lot of people kind of saw him as maybe the next Derek Ingram sure. coming in there and to have him here is, uh, is pretty incredible. So what was that process like? of when you were ready to do that, you just kind of put out the feelers and said, you know what, I need a, I need a head pro. And he was one of them at the top of your list. Yeah, I would say so. I was never really looking for a specific job opening. I was looking for a specific person that could come in and, and, uh, continue to build what I, what I was trying to build at Glendale or what, you know, the path that Glendale was headed. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I had talked to Derek a few times and I knew Derek very well. I knew his, um, Derek is Derek, somebody who always, always wants to be better. And that's the same, uh, same mindset that I have. And, and, uh, him and I have always connected really well. So it was, it was pretty easy. He came here and, you know, I, I give him total trust to, to run the golf operation and, you know, with Reed McLeod, our superintendent, and it's, it's been a great, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty natural. Mm. He came here and it's, it's been nothing but, uh, nothing but, nothing but great. That seems like it. Yeah. He hasn't kicked me off yet. So that's good. Well, yeah, you, you <laughs> do, uh, you do. Years. Yeah. You do have to worry about that bottom button though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, yeah. You don't want him to red flag you. <laughs> well, at least he has one button on the shirt done up. <laughs> and belt loops. <laughs> yes. Belt loops. Uh, that's a, that's a whole, that was a, that was pre James Chapman era of, uh, Glendale. I, mean, right. I, I think I got called out for a backwards hat and no belt. <laughs> so I had to buy a belt. Yeah, we would. That's how they get you. We would say it nicely um, to turn your hat around. We got to Yeah. 
We touched on the golf then and, and, and it being a uh, virtual golf space, right. you know, 10 years ago. And, and our last three episodes have been very heavy mm-hmm. virtual they? golf. You know, we went to, um, uh, we were at the Avid tea, Golf Avid. and then the Tee Box, and then we were at uh, Charmaine and Darren Hayden's basement, yeah, which has a golf simulator. And so all three different technology of mm-hmm. uh, virtual golf. So, I, and I imagine you and you guys at Glendale here have, uh, I think you said the Foresight, uh, GC Hawk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how? What can you speak on how far that technology has come since your days at the Golf Den and ten years ago? That's a good question. So at the golf den, we always prided ourselves on having the best technology. So we, we had about golf, which you don't hear too much anymore, but it was always on the golf channel. And, and we were just always, you know, investing our money in technology, which was so expensive. Mm. And, and you knew in five years it would be worthless. And right. but we did it and we did it and we had so much fun doing it. But, but now, yeah, we have two, you know, two foresight Hawk simulators. We've got a quad, um, We've got a lesson center in there for, for Derek and Justin and, you know, the other, other professionals that are giving lessons in there. It's yeah, it's, it's changed. It's, it's very accurate. And that's what we were talking about before. It's too accurate, right? It's too accurate for me. (laughs) Right. It tells tells me like, it tells me something and it makes, it kind of makes me, you know, want to practice or maybe, maybe take a break. Stop. (laughs) Yeah. But my son, my son's in there, you know, almost every day when it's not, uh, not open and it's, yeah, it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it's come a long way from, it was Sandy was saying you, you hit a screen or something and it would take like the, the power that it hit the screen and then like six yeah. seconds later, a ball would fly yeah. out. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. I think I was in a bar in Sherwood park when, when I was working at Sherwood park golf course and, and there was a line in the middle of the, in the screen and we hit, and if you hit the left of it, it would slice. If you hit the right of it, it would, it would hook. Or <laughs> maybe, maybe in a lefty, yeah. you know, the opposite for, uh, yeah. opposite for a righty. But uh, yeah, it's changed quite it's a bit. Came a, came a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Um, the only thing I wanted to get into was uh, the neighbors of the course because yeah. there's some houses. Was that on? Uh, on the west side there. What hole is that? Uh, hole eight. Oh, yeah. You ever get any complaints from them or we, uh, there was one episode where we talked about the hotel there, but I don't think the oh, hotel right. really comes into play. Yeah, Maybe the not. Winnipeg Hyundai, uh, no free ads, <laughs> but, uh, any complaints over the years from, from the neighbors? Yeah. Well, the Howard Johnson is a, is a, uh, That's is a business membership of ours and, and, okay. a, and a good partnership. There's always complaints in every department of, uh, <laughs> of the world. Yeah. That's, that's the business I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, potentially we try and be good neighbors and, uh, I don't know what more you want to say. All, that's that. all we hear. That's all we have to that's say about. Yeah, that is all we have to Has say. Has Ryan about Bell that. ever hit a ball into a house? That's, <laughs> For sure. That's a qu- <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Allegedly. And and does that disappoint that? Yeah, that's that's, that's happened here. Yeah. But. And and does that disappoint that said house uh, and that and that owner of that house? You know, those are questions our, uh, I, I can't answer. Longtime <laughs> listener friend Rodney Olofsson backs oh, yeah. on to this 
course a little bit half, mm. half-assed on the okay. east side. Okay, nice. Uh, That's a good location. I think more so on the on, east side. Okay, so I probably more so. That. I think he, his house backs onto the uh, the Mennonite school. If that, yeah. if that, it's over there. But yeah, uh, down. Uh, so that's our whole fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all you had, Mike? I have one little history tidbit. Oh yeah, do do that. That ties into Winnipeg Hyundai well, like because you guys <laughs> it, apparently Glendale used to own the frontage of Portage Avenue. So oh, no way. So the land went right to Portage Avenue. I don't know what was there. I apparently it was like bowling greens and maybe a swimming pool, or I have no idea. <laughs> do you know about this history? Yeah. yeah. So when they, when they, um, when they sold that land, they, I believe you know some, sometime in the nineties, it was that money's was used for you know renovating amenities. Mm-hmm. But there was no swimming pools or bowling lanes out there. It was, <laughs> it was a golf course, and they redesigned the golf course a bit. Okay. Yeah, to make made it, it uh, make probably it made it longer, narrower for us. <laughs> yeah, 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 no kidding. It hasn't gotten any easier, I assure you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's all I had at this. Cool. At well, this point, you're. I don't honor. know if you had these nice. in the back nine, Mike, but uh, we did mention here. So you, at least beforehand, that uh, you were the, the PGA of Manitoba. You're voted by the. I don't know what you call them, the professionals as the Manitoba professional. Constituency. 2021. And now you're actually the president. Could you call it an organization? So you're going to be the upcoming president? It's an association. An association, as of, yeah. yeah. As of Tuesday at our AGM, I will be the incoming president. Wow. Yeah. So do you have any big plans for the future of golf in Manitoba? Absolutely. You know You know what I could say about, about the year? P- uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the PGA Manitoba is, is such an important association that um, that represents so many of the individuals that work in the industry uh, not everyone but uh, but but a lot that operate the facilities at golf courses across the province and I'm happy to be a part of that um, we we just uh, we just went through um, a hiring process and hired a new executive director Deb Pritchard um, who is, has been working with the PJ Manitoba for the last two months, um, who you should definitely get on the podcast. Mm. She is an absolute benefit to the entire golf industry, not just the PJ Manitoba. And we're so happy that everything she's done so far is building the, building the foundation for a, a great future of, for the PJ of, of Manitoba pro- professionals. And, uh, I'm just going to be there to support her and, and be a, be a part of, uh, but what's next and, uh, yeah, look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Good. Look forward to talking to Deb. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We'll should. get all the dirt on you guys. Yeah. You well, well she, un, yeah, she knows the dirt, but she also knows not to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get her off record. <laughs> We're good for that. All right. You want to get into it, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Well, let's get into the back nine lightning round. And it is for Bryce Matlaszewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce, 204-515-3446. And you can also check out his info in our link tree. Super duper. Let's get into it. All right, James. You got a, you got a, uh, I always kick this off the back nine lightning round with, uh, you got a nickname? Jim Chappie. You guessed it, Jim Jabby. No, no, oh, just uh, not Jim. Uh, not Jim. I've always told everyone I'm more of a James Bond. 
Oh yeah. Oh but, yeah, I can see that. But yes, my nickname is Chappie. Definitely with the flow from uh, the lovely barbers. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm, I can see it. Loving the loving barber. Did I say lovely? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know loving what you bar- said. Yeah, loving barbers. Ch- Chappie uh, Chaps is the nickname. Chaps. Mostly, James ch- Chaps. mostly Chappie. James Chaps. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. I don't have not, a great not Jack, uh, not Bond uh, impersonation. Yeah, it was okay. It was uh, Connery. Connery's my Bond, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Chaps, have you ever got a hole-in-one? Uh, four. Four? Whoa. That's pretty good for... Uh, for a golf professional. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd expect nothing when, less. When was your first one? How old were you? So I was 15 and it was, I was playing in a tournament at St. Boniface and it was the fifth hole. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I used an eight iron. I think it was like 162 That's yards or something. Holy yeah. Smokes. Were you with your buddies? But I don't remember it that well. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was a, it was a competitive tournament. It was like the St. Boniface open or something. No way. Wow. Rob, I think Rob, Rob McMillan won the tournament. Yeah. So I, so I made a hole in one and I shot, I think I was minus two after five holes and I shot 89 or something. I was so excited. I couldn't finish. I was like, it was like the best thing in my life. No, no kidding. Yeah. But you didn't immortalize the club like Darren Hayden did in his basement and had the golf ball. Didn't know. Yeah, like that's more uh, that's more Darren, but <laughs> a bronze statue of yourself. I wonder. I wonder where that ultra went. <laughs> I was gonna, and you didn't have to buy everyone a round of drinks or maybe a round of like yeah, soda. No diet cokes. Actually, Saint Boniface gave me a trophy. It was kind of nice, but no, I didn't buy any uh, any any Pepsi's for the boys. <laughs> Did you? What about? Hole. I have though. Trust me, I have in the in the in the future hole in ones. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Does uh, Glendale do something uh, special for their hole in one? Uh, so open the tab. It's <laughs> yeah. a good question. I'm actually working on a new uh, a new plan for that. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. Um, um, Any secrets you can reveal or no? It's in the works. I okay. just want, I just want everyone to when they get a hole in one to nice. uh, to be comfortable with getting hole in one and just enjoy it. Actually, I think Jerry Jones got a hole-in-one here. Uh, Jerry Jones gets hole-in-ones, absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, the uh, sports guy, Weeb? Or, uh, oh, Ken Weeb? Yeah, who, he's Who got the two-in-one day? That was Aces. Ken Weeb. Weeb. Yeah. yeah. Great guy. But two hole-in-ones? Yeah. You're only giving one award out so, for that. <laughs> I'll tell you. So he got those two-in-hole-in-ones hole before, like that was past four years ago so i wasn't working here um, he would have had to buy multiple drinks absolutely he would yeah i would hope so <laughs> i would hope so too not sure who was with him jim toth maybe and uh yeah i, I hope i saw that I hope like sarah orleski too maybe She's we're just naming i just hope they all i hope they all got drinks and i hope ken paid i hope so too yeah uh you mentioned the ultra. What it would be your preferred ball, golf ball brand now? Well, I would absolutely have to say the, you know, I'm a Callaway master staffer and I, I play Callaway golf clubs and, mm-hmm. and Callaway golf balls and Callaway equipment. Um, Callaway has been a, a big supporter of me for, for many, many years. And, uh, and, uh, that's what I play. Right on. You're a Chrome soft guy. I am a Chrome soft XLS guy. Ooh. Okay. XLS. I like how these golf balls are almost like cars now. I I was going to say, I think there's a Cadillac XLS. (laughs) Supposedly it works better for me. A little bit of (laughs) foreshadowing there. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Um, Interesting. Yeah. 
And we might get TK on. Yes, TK from Callaway who broke his femur or something. I don't know. So TK is a um, is a hockey legend, and uh, when he goes on the ice, he uh, breaks his ankle. <laughs> Leaves it all out there. Yeah, literally. He, he does not stop. Yeah. And uh, oh wow! And um, you know TK is a big supporter of of me and uh, Derek as well. And yeah, we're happy we, to be sponsored yeah. by them. Yeah, and the Manitoba Healthcare System apparently. Yeah, he's using it right now. <laughs> yeah, we had a guy on our hockey team break is uh, a high ankle break last Ooh. year. T baby, T lines, Trevor lines. Really? Yeah. Uh, from That's the Subarctic nasty. goats, but yeah. Well, I'm off. He's dangerous. I'm off in about 20 minutes to go score a hat trick. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> let's wrap this up here. Okay, uh, well, let's take Glendale out of this. Favorite course to play in Manitoba? Great question. Great question. Thanks. I uh, I had somebody write it for me. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite, not including Glendale. Yeah. Mm. There's so many good golf courses. Is that a weak answer? Is that a weak answer? No, we get that a lot. We get a lot. I'm going to tell you, I grew up at uh, Breezy Bend, and when I play there, it's, um, I've played there probably over a thousand times easy. Wow. Um, I love that place. Yeah. Um, Glendale's awesome. But I don't know. Can you beat Falcon Lake? Can you beat Clear Lake? Oh, hard. Mm, courses yeah, are yeah, awesome. You know yeah, those are always popular. That's answers. the setting, right? That's the setting, yeah. It's and that's the set, that's the setting too. I love going out of Winnipeg, and I recommend that mm-hmm. not just you know not just as a uh, involved uh, industry guy, but Carmen is is a place that I absolutely just when I go there, whether it's a tournament or just playing, I love that place and. Anywhere you can go an hour outside of Winnipeg, I recommend everyone just mm-hmm. taking the time. And you guys, like what you're saying about going to Kenora and stuff, everyone should be doing that. Yeah. Don't worry about gas. Just yeah. go. Just go. <laughs> I've Do never it. actually played Carmen, and I, yeah, but I've heard so much yeah, about it. Great well, they have a, a great yeah. tournament Is Dean North still there? Has he been there forever? Dean North is there, and uh, and he's not going anywhere. He's a legend. And you, you guys should come play in the Pro-Am with me there, maybe. Absolutely. Oh, right. Sign us up. I'll send you the date. Dean. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, Dean, you're listening. Send us, uh, send us, uh, <laughs> confirm the date in August. It's right. in August. And, and stock uh, the beer. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a problem with him. And we'll, uh, we'll get two days in with uh, Derek there for to train us. Yeah. TK will supply <laughs> us with the clubs and the balls yeah. in Callaway. There we go. Yeah, Goodwin 100%. will get us in shape, and yeah. Uh, yeah, we're all good. We'll be ready to compete. Yeah, I ever get back to the seventeen wing? I haven't. Oh, no. but I have to. Got mm-hmm. it. We should I've have thought it. about it. I know. I know. Um, Angie's wife, um, Jackie, was uh, was working there. We, I have to go back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I walk by it a lot. But cool to do it like yeah. a tournament there. Could, yeah. Just because like, I grew up like right there. Yeah, yeah. it'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's a special place for me. I remember I remember every hole we yeah. played it so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of our buddies made the 17 wing on, uh, what is it called? The, the, the golf the club. The golf club. Yeah, 2019 on, video uh, game. PS3 or whatever. Yeah, so it was okay. like a virtual. All right. Yeah, it's a game. Cool. Um, it's a video game. It's a video game, yeah. I don't know anything about that. Uh, you got a bucket list course in Manitoba that you've uh, never been to, and you're always like, ah, man, I got to get out there. Never. I've probably played every golf course in Manitoba. Every. Not, not, I've, I probably haven't played every one. There's, there's courses up north and other courses I haven't been able to play. Yeah. But I've never played Oak Island, and I, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I feel like I have to play it. Yeah. You I think play? this year I'm going to. You're going to go? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Scratch that one off. 
Yeah. Trying to work with Dez, trying to figure out some dates. Dez. Because <laughs> I'd like you to come too, Mike. Oh, I can come, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mike. You could come too. Hey. I think I might have to come because the, I, uh, I know when else am I going to go? <laughs> if the Jets don't make the playoffs, I'll have a lot of money. So so my son, my son being... Um, you know, last year was his very first year of playing competitive golf, playing the Manitoba Junior, mm-hmm. this and that. And I would drive him to places that really you never even think about playing, like um, Maplewood. It's just amazing. Um, the Brokery was just mm-hmm. amazing golf course, like amazing. Mm-hmm. Like you go there and you just have no idea how good golf is in Manitoba right. until you start driving around and just playing them. Yeah. Even if it's not good, you can say you played it right. and – they're all like, it's, it's really, really, they're all good experiences. And if they're usually affordable yes. too, you know, yeah. you get some good prices outside of the city. Oh, absolutely. Like even like going up to like, forget about Clear Lake, like go to Minnewasta and play, uh, or not Minnewasta. Minnedosa. Minnedosa, yeah. sorry. Minnewasta too, but. Minnedosa. Shout out Pat Law. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Another Callaway guy. Yeah, beauty. Board member of the PJ Mantova. <laughs> He's an absolute beauty and a Callaway guy, is he? <laughs> good. I played with him in a tournament last year. Great guy. <laughs> Anyway, you should go play there. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? I think yeah. I'm playing there this year. Perfect. We'll get out there. Yeah. We'll do Oak Island and Minnesota. We just got to take summers off. We should. And yeah. we and Wheat City. Mm-hmm. My uh, my very good friend oh, who was yeah. texting me just uh, Grady Manson um, and Dave Snaka. They're running uh, Wheat yeah. City. Like, go play there too. I'm sure it's yeah. perfect. We're trying to get Dave on. I sent him an email. He didn't respond. So Dave, if you're listening. <laughs> Yeah, there you come go. on the pot. The president says you got to come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a call from the president. <laughs> yeah. Dave, you busy at a Jets game or what are you doing? <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh, most memorable course that you've ever played. Mm. What's on your mantle of courses? I don't know. Many. Many, many. Well, because you said I you played name. down south. Yeah, I've played. South. I've played probably in. 35 plus states. I, I can wow. tell you, I, I couldn't pick a golf course that we got to take you is, on the DQ Manitoba freezer truck tour. Yeah. It seems like, you know, the spots. Yeah. Are there uh buster bars on there? There's whatever you yeah, want. I think so. You take it. Right. If it's a go- for golfing, buster bars, we'll stock it, bars. Whatever we got the, uh, stack burgers, dairy bars. Yeah. Which I've had are great. Mm-hmm. Nice. DQ cakes. Nice. DQ yeah. blizzard cakes. Yeah, thirty-six states. Can you name all next calendar all states? Oh yeah, we won't have to, we won't go down there. <laughs> I can name all the states, but that we would won't take do a that while. here. You got you got somewhere to be. You got to be on the ice in five minutes. <laughs> and to name thirty-five states, take me an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> one mem- one memorable course. One. What should we go and find? Yeah, Whistling Straits. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, okay. All right. Yeah. We'll look that right. one up yeah. on the Google machine. Um, <laughs> you got a bucket list course anywhere in the world. One one of them. I have never played St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. That is on my bucket list. So that Mike is that is number that. one. I will play it. I got you on that. That's the only reason uh, Jr. invited me on the podcast. But yeah, uh, good for you. I <laughs> think now I regret it. And I hope you had an amazing experience. <laughs> oh, so and I look amazing. I look forward to. Uh, I will enjoy that experience someday. Yeah, I have so to. many other great courses right there too. Yeah. When people like Matt were doing the whole tour, I just did oh, the one. Wow. Well, Monsian, he went to Ireland. He did some guys played all oh, those ones. There's yeah, a million year, courses. Yeah. I if I, yeah, I would love to go to Ireland. I haven't been to either. Mm-hmm. Great fish and chips. But when I go there, I will play St Andrews. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it's all off. Yeah, <laughs> ruined. Uh, I'm sure you. I'm sure you know somebody. The old you get, yeah. yeah. 
somebody who you can uh, who can get you at tea time. I hope so. I was hoping you guys would do that. <laughs> Mike's the guy. He's got I the just waited. Sheet. I waited in line for eight hours. And we have yeah. Stephen Needham, same guy who did the base golf course on the golf club 2019 video game. Yeah, he played there as well. Nice. Yeah, he grew up at 17 wing. Good. Uh, career low round. Uh, 65. Wow. Where where was that? Um, a couple of different places. Yeah. Ah, no big deal. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Is there a uh, next question? Their wild card question. Ooh. We heard there is a 19th hole at Glendale. Never played it? No. No, we've never played I've it. I guess we've it. never been in a betting mat. We've always won. We've never, yeah, de- right. never tied up at the end, I guess. <laughs> talking to Andrew Steep or what are you talking to? Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the 19th hole is just on the river. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, a practice hole. Oh, okay. Um, and we, and we utilize it for tournaments or for, you know, when we have to for, for bigger events. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's part three, about 110, 120 yards. And was it downhill? Yeah. Pretty flat. Maybe a little oh, downhill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A little downhill. Cause both the other part threes it's narrow kind of, they go down, well, right? Everything's narrow here. <laughs> yeah. So it goes, it goes six for me at least it goes 16 and then, and then 19 is right behind it closer to the clubhouse. Okay. Cause there's kind of like a little playground. That's not a playground anymore. Yeah. Okay. So it's right by there. Get that playground out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's right behind that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another amenity. <laughs> I've seen Bell on it. <laughs> this was my this was my other wild card question. His money's worth. Sneak it in here. Since, he's going to enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since we got you, are you an Oilers fan? I am a uh, I'm a Jets fan. Jets fan. All right. Yeah. But you were maybe you were an Oilers fan when you were out in Hundred Percent Park. So, Any, I, so when I was there for thirteen years, wow, they made the playoffs one year. Oh, what was that they made it to the final? Yeah, they made Chris the Pronger, Mike Pekka, yeah, Ryan, Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith. So I have a Ryan Smith jersey still in my closet. Nice, but that's the summary of of my Jets. Uh, I have a Ryan Smith jersey. Yeah, and I have Did a they show. golf at Sherwood Park. Do they live in Sherwood? No, Park? they're no. they're all living in Somewhere wherever. Else. All right, <laughs> but no, what are their addresses? But that'll be next next episode. I think when I first moved back here, I was gonna like sew a half Oilers jersey and a half Jets jersey. Oh, yeah. oh one of those. Be that guy, but I'm not that guy. I'm okay, a Jet. I'm a, that. I'm a Jets fan. You're not a seamstress. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was the problem. <laughs> Too lazy. So, uh, <laughs> our flagship question of the back nine lightning round. What is your favorite condiment? <laughs> condiment for what? Oh, well, food, food, condiment. Uh, yeah, like you're uh, making a, the turn. A what sauce, do you slap? Not a, a sauce dog. that goes Bird. barbecue sauce. Food. Barbecue sauce. Are you a spicy barbecue sauce? Are you like you a southern like hickory? Bullseye. No. Smoky. No. Spicy and sweet. Okay. Oh, right. yeah. Hey, sweet there spice is nice. I will say too, as well, on top of the beer and the hospitality, food here is great as well. Mm-hmm. I haven't got the chance to enjoy it. So, uh, great food. Yeah, that was it. That was the back nine lightning round. Nice. Barbecue sauce. We'll, uh, we'll put it on the board. And it was for Bryce Matlashewski, who is an investment advisor with Endeavor Wealth Management, part of IA Private Wealth, and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund. You can contact Bryce, 204 515 Three four four six. Go check him out. Talk about Disneyland. Talk about Disney World. Talk about his world tour. The Bay. He always wants to hear. He's a great dude. Like, I mean, everyone, everyone who's a golfer, we found doing all these shows, just great people. And uh, James, we'll put you up there as well. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe in the top three. We'll rank you in the top three there for yeah. sure. So uh, at least in the top four this season. <laughs> yeah, being the third episode. <laughs> I, pre- I appreciate the, uh, yeah, the teasing. Yeah. yeah. So good. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate you uh, coming on. And again, the hospitality showing us the new reno here. It's going to be great. Really looking forward to playing this course and to see how much it's going to beat us up this year. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you're going to get yourself a, a lovely Hopefully a DQ cake, or we're going to give you, we'll give you everything, whatever you want from the Nicky whole Nicky store. group of DQs. Yeah, the whole, yeah, if you want them, DQ Northgate, DQ Polo Park, and the food court, DQ Neverville, and DQ St. Anne's Road. You can follow them on Instagram at DQ Manitoba. Thanks again for having us in here. I don't know mm-hmm. if you have any parting thoughts or parting shots to some of your members who we've had on the pod, but so we really appreciate you taking the time and uh, sharing your stories with us. Thank you for, uh, thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, just what I said before, I think more importantly, what you're doing for golf in Manitoba and, and you know, many things come up that, uh, you know, golf is not just about this or that, but what you're doing and encompassing fun and, you know, involving everyone, I think is just really great. And it's, it's natural too, and, and, uh, comes from a good place. And that makes me happy being in this business for so long. And uh, I thank you guys for that. Awesome. Thank yeah. you for the kind yes, words. We appreciate and, that. And we thank w- you, Mr. President. We wish you the best of luck <laughs> on the ice later tonight. Hopefully you get a oh, it's gonna be hopefully you get you, you get a bump from the pod. <laughs> get a hat, get big hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, don't blame us. All right. That's yeah. it. Have a good night. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. JR, we have a lot of fun on this podcast, but I want to take a second to talk about something that has affected me personally. Every year, millions of Canadians suffer from brain freeze. It can happen to anyone. It's a hot summer day. You're aggressively enjoying a DQ cool treat, a blizzard, a dilly bar, or a variety of personalized ice cream cakes, and whammo! brain freeze it hits you like a triple bogey the good news is you can enjoy these delicious treats in a moderately sized bite so get over to any nick and nicky's group of dqs and enjoy some dq treats safely dq northgate on mcphillips dq pole park in the food court dq niverville and dq st anne's road go see them today for tasty treats